Hey everybody, welcome to another Tools for YA. This week we'll be discussing the sections Keep a Secret Through That Narrow Hallway and Every Last Word by Tamara Ireland Stone. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Never the Number Two Old for YA. This podcast is streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and Facebook. Hey, Kels. Hey, Mel. I feel like this week adding the sixth chapter kind of really didn't make a difference. (laughs) Yeah, same. Like, I felt like it was the same amount of reading in a weird way. But also, it felt like we could have just read the five chapters and been okay, I guess. Because reading the sixth one didn't really give me much more. Right. Well, but it kind of did because wasn't it like when we figured out why or how Sam had hurt AJ's feelings? I see where you're getting at, right? But I also wanted to be left on that cliffhanger. And with reading that sixth chapter, we took that away from ourselves. Yeah, that's true. But besides that, what do you think about the section we read? I liked it a lot. Starting to get the crazy eights names down. Let's see if I can do it. Sam, Olivia, Caitlin, Haley, and I don't remember the fifth one. I literally only know Haley because that poor girl. I know, right? I don't care about anybody else, but poor Haley. (laughs) Dang, did she get the crap end of the stick, man? I know. Like, she's like the last on the ladder of their friendship. Okay, so let's talk about it. So last we read Sam and Haley got not uninvited well I guess you could say uninvited right to the spa birthday party for the other girl mm-hmm. I don't care to know her name because she's annoying and then all of a sudden there was a like another open slot and what's her face rich girl over there goes hey you know you can all of a sudden come because we can add one more person but don't tell Haley. So then Sam's like, oh, great. You know, I'm second to last. No big deal, I guess. Whatever. And she decides to go. And I talked about this last week. She puts herself in these positions to be let down. Why? Why does somebody do that? I don't know. I don't know. And I feel really bad for Sam because she feels so, like, tied to these four girls. Like, like she was telling her therapist, Sue, she's like they can't know about Caroline because if they kick me out of the group out of like, you know, the crazy eights or whatever, like I have nowhere else to go. That made me so sad. Me too. But also so relatable because you're in this high school universe. You know what I mean? It's so different because it feels like that's the end all be all. And like, you're, you're not going to survive high school if you're not doing this or you're not hanging out with this people. And I did annotate this section that you were talking about when she's telling Sue about Caroline. She says, it doesn't mean I'm leaving the eights. You always make it sound easy, Sue, but I can't just find new friends. They are my friends. These are the people that every girl in the class aspires to be friends with. Besides, it would kill them if I left especially Haley. Mm, Poor Haley. So she knows that if she were to lose this core friend group, she would be a nobody. How sad. And then Sue goes on to say, 
You have to make decisions that are best for you, Sam, not for Haley or anyone else. So she knows, Sam knows that being in this friend group is hurting her. And she knows that if she doesn't get away from this whole situation, it could be bad. Because in the next couple of pages, she goes on to say, well, she's like thinking in like her inner monologue that their friendship might require a weekly therapy, but I have fun with them. And I'd be truly crazy to say goodbye to parties every weekend. Cute guys crowded around us at lunch and VIP tickets to every major concert that comes to town. Either way, this is really positive. Like Sue's like, stop, stop making your life about them and what you can get out from them and how you think life should be. You know, like the whole like being a part of the popular crowd will get you through high school type thing. And I know that Sam's aware that this is not okay and that she needs to move on, but she's so scared to move on. And that's what I love about Caroline is she just met her and she can pull out like everything like from Sam like she can pull out the truth and how she's really feeling but Sam man she needs to get away from these girls I think so too definitely I think it's going to be so much better for her to be away from like the pressure of these girls and the pressure that I don't even want to say the pressure that they're putting on her because it's more the other way around she's putting all kinds of pressure on herself right around them and trying to be somebody she's not right I agree Okay, so not only was that the worst part of her getting invited to a to somewhere she was already uninvited to, they get there like she's like, okay, I'm gonna have fun with my friends and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. And they end up going to the spa. <laughs> Dang, Sam, get your life together, girl. They get there to the spa. The mom pulls out like customized like little embroidered bags with like their names on it or whatever and since Sam wasn't picked to go the first time the mom didn't have time to make Sam a bag and the second hand anxiety I got from reading that section I was like my heart sank like how bad I would cry like right then and there I would absolutely have cried like that is so something that I see happening to me How did that section make you feel? Because we're such introverts that I think we both would have died like right then and there. I would have definitely felt left out, like obviously. But I don't think I would have let it show. Like I think I would have tried to kind of save face in front of everybody. Like it would have stung internally, yeah, but like I don't think I would let it show. Oh no, I'm a crier. Kelsey, if you would have done that to me, I would have cried right then and there. Especially because we've known each other for so long are you kidding me I would never do that to you you know that that's true but I'm trying to put myself in Sam's shoes like dang man they've known this girl forever literally majority of their lives they've known each other their parents have known each other majority of their lives it's just crazy to me how like sometimes high school girls man oh I'm so glad like sometimes I'll sit here and I'll think like man I really miss homework. Like, I want to go back to school. Heck no. If I were to ever go back to high school, there's a reason why I was emo in high school. There was a reason. Yep. Girls like this. What's her name? 
who cares? I don't like her. Hopefully she's not in the rest of the book. Right. I'm really hoping that the more that Sam hangs out with like the poetry corner people, the less we see of the crazy eights because they're really getting on my nerves. Absolutely. But can we agree the poetry corner would definitely be our vibe if we were still in high school? We would not be a part of the crazy eights. Hell no, poetry corner all the way. Exactly. Now tell everybody the poetry corner. So last week we left off with Caroline telling Sam to meet her backstage uh, in the theater on Thursday at lunch. So now it's Thursday at lunch and Sam meets Caroline backstage and Caroline takes her like down this set of stairs, down this really narrow hallway, like basically deep into like the basement under the theater um, into like a cleaning closet, like full of like cleaning supplies and mops and stuff. And then on the back wall, there's, like, another door that's, like, painted black, like, the rest of the wall to, like, blend in. So they go through that door, or they go to that door, and then, like, this guy answers the door, and he asks Sam, like, what are you doing here? And he's a gatekeeper for the poetry corner, and he, like, reluctantly lets Sam in because she's with Caroline. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't let her in. And he tells her, okay, fine, you can come once, like, then that's it. Like, after today, you're not coming back here. And don't tell anyone about this place. Like, just forget about it. Forget all about it. And so she goes in and there's, like, different kinds of couches and chairs and stuff. And there's, like, five people in the room. So she goes and sits, like, sits down with Caroline and um girl who's in, um, who's in one of Sam's classes that she's seen before but never really talked to. Gets up on, the like, those little stage that they have there. And she, like, recites a poem that she wrote. And then after she recites the poem, everybody like stands up and applauds and starts like cheering and stuff. And so on the walls of that room, like there's like pieces of paper and napkins and stuff, like all kinds of like things that people have written like poems on and stuff and glued it to the walls. So they they give her a a glue stick after she finishes reading her poem to go glue her poem onto the wall. And then um, the guy, AJ, um, who answered the door, he like, performs a song like while he's playing guitar and stuff that really sticks with Sam like she has like the song stuck in her head like the rest of the week and so Sam is like immediately like taken by this group of people and like the way that it works and everything and like like she's never really tried to write to try to write poetry or anything but that weekend before um the spa day like she stays up to like three in the morning trying to write so yeah like she knows that she wants to go back so Saturday night after she gets home from the spa day, because uh, she was going to sleep over at What's-Her-Name's house, but then she faked a headache to get to go home because she, like, she didn't want to be around them anymore, basically. Caroline comes over because she had invited her to come watch a movie, but she kind of forgot that she had invited her. And instead of watching the movie, they end up going to Sam's room and talking about, like, Poetry Corner and AJ. And Caroline tells Sam, like, because Sam is telling her, like, I really want to go back and stuff like that. Um, and she's like, how can I go again? Because, like, AJ told me, like, just this once. And Caroline was like, well, you hurt him. Like, you hurt his feelings. And she's like, what do you mean I hurt his feelings? I don't even know him. So, like, she's, like, turning it over and over in her mind, trying to figure out what she might have done to AJ and stuff. You know, how she might have hurt his feelings. And then she's like, well, I really want to, like, make it up to him, whatever I did, like. And then, like, the next week at school, she catches um, AJ in the hallway and, like, starts talking to him. 
And then Caitlin or one of her friends um, comes down the hallway too, like just as he leaves for class. And she's like, oh, is that Andrew Olsen? Like, and she's like, look, looking at her like, huh? And he's like, she's like, oh, you know, Andrew Olsen, the guy we used to make fun of because he stuttered. And then it clicked with Sam, like, oh, that's what hurt his feelings all that time ago. Like, she's like, I didn't even recognize him. I didn't think anything about it. Like, it completely went over her head. And how sad that, yes, they were kids. And the way that they described it in the book, like, they were brutal. Like, they did not let this kid have any downtime. Like, any minute they saw him, they were there bullying him, like, making fun of his stutter um, because his name is Andrew. So they were, like, stuttering the A in Andrew to sound like the freaking Chia Pet commercials are you kidding me like I get that you're young but we don't realize as humans that our words can really stick with people and the fact that she totally forgot about this kid but he's been living with that resentment for years and her friend was just like she kept making fun of it like she was proud of it and I'm like girl shut up like If we never hear about the Crazy Eights ever again in the rest of this book, I will be so freaking happy. I'm over them. I'm done. She asked Sam, she's like, oh, does he still stutter? And Sam was like, no, he doesn't. And then she freaking goes, oh, we fixed him. Like kind of joking around. Oh, my God, man. I would have punched her in the face. Seriously. I was so mad when she said that. I said. I said out loud to myself, what? Who says things like that? But again, the popular girls in school, all they care about is that they're popular. But these are the same girls that never leave that high school mentality either. Once a mean girl, always a mean girl. So true. Totally off topic. I mean, not off topic, but kind of funny is I felt like I was gonna stop breathing at any minute reading the part where she's like following Caroline down the stairs into this pitch black room painted all black into another secret room the first thing that popped in my head is if there is a big freaking earthquake they're dead and then I started like thinking like oh my god they're gonna be trapped in there I was almost I I was having an anxiety attack not gonna lie the concept's great, right? Like, it sounds like a cool little hangout spot, but my anxiety could never let me do something like that. I'd be like, can we have class, like, outside? That'd be great. Like, can we, like, do poetry slam, like, at a local coffee house or something? Because me down here in this basement, that's not working for me. I was freaking out reading that. I was like, new phobia unlocked. I wonder why they keep it so secret, though. Like, to the point where they have to, like, basically hold it in a room that, like, almost nobody's even aware exists. Like, it's just poetry. What the hell? Like, obviously, yeah, it would get watered down if, like, the school knew about it. And, like, then, okay, then it's an actual club. And then you have to have a teacher, like, be the advisor. And, like, they have to, like, you know, approve everything. And, yeah, I get that they want to go around that. But really, do you have to have it, like, in the bowels of the school? So I was thinking about that. As I was reading that section, I was really thinking about that. And I feel like 
The only reason I would think that the author would make it this way is to create a safe space because high school is already chaotic. It can be so chaotic and so toxic that I think that to have a safe space, yes, in like this ridiculously dark hidden room, but to have a safe space where you can go one day out of the week, express yourself, and then not talk to these people for the rest of the week until the following Thursday during lunchtime. I think that that lets them express themselves and their angers and their problems and stuff. They can let it out. It's like therapy session when you don't have a therapist, kind of like you, Kel. Like I skipped my therapy appointment last week. And then I had like a full on like therapy session with Kelsey. It was the most hilarious thing. But you know what? I felt so much better. So thank you. You're welcome. It's cool. We can do that for each other, though. Just like vent everything and be like, what do you think? And most of the time we're like, you're right. You're right. Mm hmm. But don't we feel so much better like after we talk all this crap to each other and we're like, this is going on and this is going on and oh my God, my life's falling apart. And then Kelsey's like, breathe, here's the solution. And then we record, like get yourself a best friend that is going to tell you to shut up, calm down and move on. Yes, good idea. None of this crazy eights crap. Come on, you need therapy after even being in school for like how many hours with them and you need therapy every week? Like six Girl. hours a day. Okay, and then the other thing, so like I said in a, in a previous episode, I have never had like five friends. I mean, okay, I think I've had five friends at once, but like never like had like five close friends that are all friends with each other too. Like, I mean, I've hung in crowds and stuff, but like, I wasn't directly friends with every single person in the group. I was friends with like maybe one or two people and then the rest of them were like their friends or friends of friends or whatever. But um, like you would think with that many friends that you have all kinds of support and people to turn to. If one friend isn't available, you can call one of the other ones. Like, I mean, it's the total freaking opposite here. You would think, right? You would absolutely think that that would be the case, but no. Also, I think what's wrong with a lot of people and a lot of friendships, air quotes, is that the word friend gets thrown around so often, so casually. I've never had many friends. Have I had acquaintances? Have I had people that I've hung out with at school? Yes. Did I have friends? No, friends to me is such a strong word because I take my friendships very seriously. It's hard for me to let you in my circle. For Sam to call these girls her friends and she can't be messy and have a, an anxiety attack or a panic attack in front of them, is that really your best friend that you've known since kindergarten? I don't think so. What do you think? I agree with what you've said, but I think... Again, this is why it's never too old for YA, right? Because we're older than the YA, like, audience. Usual YA audience or young adult fiction audience, right? Um, I think we're coming at it from, like, a more mature perspective as adults in an adult world. Like, like having, like, other adults in our lives. Like, you know, we're not teenagers in high school anymore. Like, people are not going to react the same way at 16, 
as they would at 26 to like somebody with like those kind of issues and like having a panic attack or whatever like you know you're a lot more likely to be made fun of be misunderstood like oh you're weird I can't hang out with you because you're weird and I don't want other people to think I'm weird because I hang out with you and like you're crazy and all this other crap like whereas with adults I don't feel like we have as much of that pressure on us not that there's not going to be people our own age as we get older who are not going to not be understanding of our issues and like things we go through and um like not be empathetic I mean there's still going to be people who don't understand who like are freaked out by it which is honestly I'm not I'm not really bothered by people who are freaked out by like mental health issues, like my depression and stuff like that. Cause it is scary. I mean, I'm freaked out by it sometimes too. (laughs) Of course somebody else is going to be freaked out by it. Like I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like I think in high school, it's way different than it is like as an adult. So if you're listening out there and you're in high school still, it does get better. Not everybody's going to be, like, accepting or understanding, but generally it does get better. People do become more open-minded. They're not so selfish and small, and things just get better, usually, for most people. So hang in there. And honestly, I'm just thinking, I'm just speaking from a place, because me and you have known each other since high school. Well, middle school for me, but whatever. Um. Since we have known each other for so very long, I think that that's why I consider you my best friend is because you did see the mess and you were okay with it. You were like, all right, cool. Here's my mess too. Let's be messy together. And like, we understood each other, you know, we didn't judge each other. We understood each other. And that's why I think like in high school, there is a little hope for you guys out there, you know, like find yourself a Kelsey. I promise it's the best, but I mean, I see what you're, I definitely see what you're saying, but since we're older than YA, um, (laughs) I think that being so loose with the word friend is never a good thing because you set yourself up for disappointment with people that you know are not going to be there for you when the times get hard. Next week's predictions. What's going to happen next week? Well, Sam gave AJ the the paper with the poem that her and Caroline wrote for him, right? Like for her to apologize. So we'll see if he reads that and how he responds to it. I'm really hoping he'll let Sam back into Poets Corner um, because I think it's something really good for her. And she seems to get a lot out of it so far. And she's only been there once. Like this is definitely something... I'm hoping to see her continue with and really she jumped right into it like this is someone who went from like never writing a poem in her life probably that wasn't for a class to like staying up all night writing like this is something she just dove right into no pun intended because she's a swimmer (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it's something that she went right into like no hesitation or anything no this is stupid or I'm not gonna write good poetry or I shouldn't even try like she didn't even talk herself out of it she just did it like without thinking and for her that's a big deal because she over she thinks about everything like five million times before she makes a move pretty much 
So for her to do something without thinking so hard about it, it was really impressive to me, uh, like a huge move forward for her. And yeah, I think this is going to be really good for her. I think it's going to be great if she can continue this, if um, her and AJ can make amends with each other. Uh, or Well, really, if she can make amends with AJ. So I'm excited to see how that develops. I'm excited to see less of the freaking crazy eights, that's for sure. I'm curious to see what Sue is going to have to say about Poet's Corner. Like, I wonder what her thoughts are going to be. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you with that. Yes, yes. No, it's fine. It's fine. That was that was pretty much the last one. What's Sue going to think of Poet's Corner? How about yours? What are your predictions? My predictions, my hope, my prayer for this next section is that we do not see any more Crazy Eights. I feel for Haley too, but dang girl, if you're part of that crowd, get out of here. Just get out. You're done. Second, I am also very curious on what Sue's going to think. I hope that she's as excited as I am because Sam deserves better. She does. She deserves better. She's a sweetheart. She's a little lost. And I'm really also hoping that her and Caroline create such an amazing bond that Sam can just be herself. Because what we didn't mention is that when Sam, to her friends, air quotes, the crazy eights, she's Samantha. They think that shortening her name to Sam sounds like a boy and it's stupid. And why do you have a nickname? Whatever, whatever. But when she introduces herself to everybody at the Poets Corner, she introduces herself as Sam. I feel like when she calls herself Sam, she feels the most genuine and the most herself. And to see her say, oh, I'm Sam to these complete strangers. For me, it automatically felt like a weight was lifted off of her. Oh, I love that part. But I do think that she's going to leave the crazy eights behind, which thank God for that. And I'm really hoping that she just becomes more comfortable with who she is and kind of leans into just being herself more and falls in love with herself. I really hope that she finds something to love about herself because she just sounds and feels really lost to me. And I think that this Poets Corner is going to change her life as Caroline had told her previously. I hope Andrew forgives her and lets her in because I do feel like he thinks that her whole poem and whatever he the interaction he had with her was genuine. Other than that, I feel like also I really hope that Sam having this new outlet and these new friends really takes the pressure off of her mom. Because it seems like her mom is the one carrying her right now. She's carrying such a huge, like, I don't want to say that her daughter's a burden, but it takes a strong person to support someone with mental health issues. And the fact that her mom's there every second of the way, I really hope that her mom gets a little bit of rest. But I'm excited to continue reading. What are we reading next, Kels? All right, everybody. So for this next week, we're going to read six chapters. We're going to read from the section, can't move on through an excellent question. Read all the way through an excellent question and stop when you get to this it is. Thanks everybody for listening to this week's episode of Never Too Old for YA. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at never the number two old for YA. This podcast is streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. Until next time, bye!